There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. We don't always swear, but when we do, it's on podcasts. Please listen responsibly. Hello, welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And today we are reading Chapter 3 of The Will of the Empress. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's unchain Goodwin. Yay! (laughs) If he comes back to us, it will be true love. (laughs) Chapter 3 of The Will of the Empress. Chime runs off from the gang. They don't go looking for it, do they? They just, like, sit and wait for her. They're like, like, we should go look for it and just, like, show her back as she continues reading. But they do let the the traitor caravan go on. Um, So, like Goodwin, the traitor caravan goes free. (laughs) (laughs) And when Chime comes back, she is being pursued by a group of nobility hunter people who at first think that Chime is a demon and that Sandry and her friends are peasants and then the empress shows up she's like oh my cousin Sandry why are you wandering in the woods with but your lady's maids and she's like oh these are my sisters and my brother even though everybody knows that the empress already knows this and just to prove it afterward we get a scene where the Empress pulls up all these files that her spies all over the world have sent her. And so she has just files on all of the kids. Which Which I love this bit of writing because it tells all the things that happened in the previous books without being like bogging it down. Like, okay, move on. We already know all of this. Yeah, Pierce is really good about that because every time that she's done like the, the backwards exposition it's always been really well like written it doesn't feel tedious um 
and it's never really all at once like i mean there's Mm -hmm. always like a decent sized chunk but it's never just like a slog to get through like what right isn't mentioned might be referenced later in like a passing line but like it's every single time it is so well done i want to have that kind of ability part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice this is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the book who wants to go first honestly i didn't have a whole lot since it was mostly them meeting the empress and then exposition so that was (laughs) mostly it's tamara pierce does really good exposition so my first one is when briar takes his tree from his traveling basket and sets it on the ground and they compare it to more like a pet than a plant i thought that was really cute and very fitting pierce has in both series like both this and the Tortal books quite a few characters that are characters but are non-human characters you know mm-hmm. like Chime and so forth but I love I love that one of them is Briar Shekhan like I love yeah. that one as a plant. Plants have feelings too. Yes even though I, I don't ever take care of my plants and they always die I have a brown thumb. <laughs> Briar and his Shekhan bro TP. Like- yes. <laughs> My next one is when Daja says, I think she's seeing things on the wind these days, talking about Trist. This was her out. This is the way she could start communicating these things with her friends, but she doesn't take the way out and continues to just not say anything about it. Like, come on, Trist. She gave you an out. Communicate with your friends. They already know. They're already guessing. My next one is when they meet the Empress. They all curtsy and bow. Tris starts to wobble, and the Empress says, all of you, please rise before the red-headed foster sister falls over. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious, and Tris gets embarrassed. I would be embarrassed. I would be, too. Fucking same. Hard same. My next one is when Tris says, I'm not kissing anyone. I'm going to Lightsbridge. And Dodge is like, you won't be safe there. Frostpine and I went to university after we left the morn. I think kissing's all those students think about. Well, that and drinking and throwing up. I mean, mood. And to be fair, like the way I typically describe Briar in The Will of the Empress is, quote, a horny college student. This is exactly what a normal college experience is. You drink too much, you hook up too much, and you fail at least one class. That's just how it is. My next one is when... The Empress is reading all the letters or the notes and uh, she gets to the one about Daja and it says, politically, at least she is as powerful as Lady Sanderlene in the morn. Like, ooh, that's pretty cool. All because she helped the Bacchanors. Is that how you say her last name? Anyway, she was there, made some connections. So she's right up there, pretty powerful, pretty cool. I just want to go back to the uh, the Briars girls. Here like, it is again. Are you fying? Yes. Is, is it that you learn too many language and so you must mingle the ones that you have? I love that so much. Yeah, I love that little bit of dialogue. And I love the fact that like my favorite little exchange from the first book is, oh, great, more girls. It could be worse. It could be more boys. And like it kind of comes back here. Girls. 
<laughs> Briar loves his sisters, but occasionally he just would prefer to be around men. Yes. <laughs> A little too um, much estrogen in the room. Just to vex him, Daja spun her staff lazily around in her hand until it rested on one of her shoulders. I had this highlighted because I absolutely love how vividly you can picture this. Yeah. And it's one fucking sentence. Just more proof that she's just a phenomenal writer, a very tight writer. Uh, I just love it so much. Sorry, just to go back to Briar for a second. It's a shame that Goodwin isn't here because he has a lot of sisters. So I imagine that he relates to this section. Yes. <laughs> oh, I bet. Did he say peasants? He definitely said peasants. Someone needs spectacles. I just, I love this. I definitely had the same reaction that Sandry did of, oh my gosh, they're starting to sound like they did. This is good. This is a nice, like, it's a nice difference from the conflict we've seen previously. This is kind of like that there is still something there and they are still friends and they're still who they were, but they've just changed a little bit. So I just, I really, really liked that. Now I'm really impressed, Briar muttered to Daja. I couldn't do it that fast. You don't do sh shields at all, Daja whispered and replied. But if I did, I wouldn't be that fi fast, Briar said. <laughs> I mean, like, at least he's not being pompous about it. Yeah, like, if I but... did. <laughs> Even if I did, point... I wouldn't be good at it. <laughs> Briar being a dog. Can I help it? I like the ladies. There are so many delightful ones in the world, each beautiful in her own way. Even you, Copper Curls. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a jerk, and I love him for it. And then immediately after, kissing one of you would be like kissing Rosethorn. Kissing Rosethorn would be safer than kissing Triss. Mildly, anyway. Minutely. <laughs> I had right. it highlighted. I just wasn't able to find it. None of them had liked their first attempts at drinking or cleaning up the wreckage of the abandoned barn they had chosen to do it in. I had that highlighted. I just wasn't able to find it when we were talking about it. Yeah, except that I, I'm pretty sure I started talking about this back in like Magic Steps and you hadn't read yeah. it yet. I was like, I know it's coming somewhere and I just, I know it's one sentence, but I love that so much because there's just so much in that sentence. I want the story of the first time these kids got drunk. So something I also really like about that, I, I want to point out why I really like this, is because we get a lot of books where you have to see everything they do at every fucking second. From the minute they wake up to the minute they go to bed, and sometimes while they're dreaming, we see them in their entirety, their whole life, right. while we're reading their books. This is one of those things we didn't get to see. Also, you're getting parts that are left out and yeah. so therefore it makes it more fun realistic. yeah realistic yeah. and fun no that that was the other reason i had it highlighted is i just really like that we get these snippets that we don't get in other books that are kind of and, and like this is this goes back to um pierce's exposition when talking about her exposition we we only have really talked about the stuff that we've already read and had it summed up and everything but she also does stuff like this which is an exposition for something that we didn't see so right. it's really it's really nice to see the, the the breadth of scope there talking about sandry's love life 
<laughs> She's engaged in flirtations in the last year, one with the temple novice and two with the sons of noble families in Milan. But they have been flirtations flirtations only the lady does not appear to be interested in marriage at the present it's sandry are you sure (laughs) that she's ever going to be i love also that like with sandry's or not sandry's with triss's it's all kind of vague like uh so we think this has happened and we think (laughs) this has happened we think i I don't know man (laughs) this it's like this is a wild card yeah. Well, and Triss has always been the wild card. Oh, yeah. It reminds me a lot of the Kingkiller Chronicles by Patrick Rothfuss, because the, mm-hmm. the concept of that is person who is far younger than he should be for the things that he has done. Yeah. And he has essentially become a legend in his own lifetime. And so people tell these spectacular stories about him, which may or may not be true, because he's done so much that people have passed down stories to others and as stories get passed from person to person they grow it's kind of the same thing here and and you know we saw shattered glass we know the types of stuff that she was able to do by the time she was 14 and so whoever saw that passed that on and they passed that on and stories grow she has become a legend in her own lifetime and done done far too much to be only 18 i would not be surprised if there are stories about tris that are not true on top of that the stories that are true are so unbelievable these are things that happen to one in like three billion people has been known to do like one of these things she does all of that i don't like it said daja behind her it's not what's due to your consequence entering dan cruan with just us for company sandry giggled as if i cared about such things this is kind of like what Brittany said about Daja pointing out, I think Tris can see stuff on the wind. It's like, hey, guys, this is literally right in front of your noses. Pick up what she's putting down. She has not become the prim and proper noble who's going to pull rank on you. Mages were accustomed to time alone. That had been scarce on the long trip. I'm not entirely sure where I marked it, but I marked it. The fact that Chime runs off and Tris just keeps reading. She doesn't like magpies. It's so funny. I feel like Triss is honestly kind of in the right here. Like everybody's like, oh no, what are we gonna do? And she's like, Bah, I can't control her. I don't know what you want from me. When someone blew a horn in the distance, Briar stirred to glare at Triss. You know where your monster is. Will you kindly get her back here? Sandry looked at Triss, who had remained in her saddle to read. The redhead turned a fresh page of her book and did not reply. There are so many little things about this chapter that are just so good. That's the bottom of page 61, and the top of page 62 is, Briar sighed his exasperation, we could be eating midday right now. Briar still thinking with his stomach. Some things never change. I marked this one for you, Natalie. This is after... Daja suggests that she's seeing things on the wind and then Sandri says don't be silly even her teacher can't do that and Nico's one of the greatest sight mages in the world most of the mages who try to see things on the wind go mad spoiler 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 so you mentioned Daja spun her staff lazily around in her hand until it rested on one of her shoulders right before that Stop gabbing and move, ordered Briar. He saddled his horse and Daja's with a speed none of the girls could match. You want whoever is coming to catch you on the ground? 
he swung himself into his saddle and took a cloth wrapped ball from the pocket of his open jacket. So we've talked about Briar going through the war. He's ready to throw hands. He's ready to throw hands at all. Like, so I read it and I was like, when I read it, I was like, holy shit, son. Like, you are fucking ready to go at any time, aren't you? I didn't notice that that part. I only noticed him getting up on the set, putting the saddles on the horse and getting on the horse. I didn't notice that he had that. Oh my God. I I still He's literally ready for battle. Listen. He is always ready to go, whether that's a fuck or a fight. <laughs> always ready to go. The description of the Empress, an ivory-skinned face, large brown eyes, an intriguing mouth over a square and stubborn chin, and a small, slight slip of a nose. It sounds like Sandra, except the eyes. Exactly. And I, I believe this is before she is specifically stated to be the empress. This is like when she first shows up. I was like, oh, sounds like Sandry. That's the empress. And she does such a good job of that. I just love the writing here because she, Pierce introduces this character. We haven't actually met her formally, but as soon as she describes her with the same language she used to describe Sandry. And I'm sure Briar and Daja and Triss are going, hey, that's gotta be the Empress because she looks a lot like Sandry. She writes this in such a way that we as readers do the exact same thing. Yep. Like, but apparently uh, Sandry's mother had not possessed a button of a nose. Well, you know what? <laughs> she has always been teased about her button nose. They're like, maybe we can make it grow like Vedras's. Uh, her her uh, cousin is an empress and she doesn't have a big nose, so she's fine. She doesn't have to be a hawk-nosed person. Yep. Shut your face, Briar. He can still look <laughs> down at you while yeah. looking up at you. Yes. Down her butt. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is amazing. Talent. Uh, before they had entered Namorn, they had agreed they were not going to claim the title of mage unless a crisis arose. I just love like all of the political machinations and stuff. Even though they know that they know that they are mages. Right, right. It's like, you know that I know that you know that I know that you know that I know. But <laughs> we're still pretending. Yes. Uh, which, which continues in the next paragraph when the Empress says, my dear, two sisters and a brother, however devoted, are not sufficient protection for a young maiden of your wealth and position. Well, we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, I, I genuinely, so it's all a, uh, a political dance. Like, right. everything that they're doing right now is a political dance. These decisions of, we're not going to say we're a mage until absolutely necessary. We're not going to throw around that title because it makes people nervous. And, like, I, I feel the Empress has kind of been like, okay, yeah, I'm going to put the ball in your court. I know. And you know I know. And I know that you know. So I'm just going to put it in your court. Let you see. Like, let's see what you do with it. And then they didn't rise to the bait of, oh, we're fucking mages. Eat my dick. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of sets a tone, I feel. Like, having read the rest of the book, I feel like this definitely sets a tone for the rest of it. I don't believe the Imperial Glassmaker, Vinane Warder, has ever made anything of the kind. I don't know if I actually caught this previous reads, but this time it jumped out at me immediately. I was like, oh shit! 
<laughs> this person's related to Kev. Yeah. I saw Gosh. that. I was like, wait, is she talking about Kev? And I was like, oh, wait, no. No. <laughs> and, like, come to think of it, I feel like he did mention something like that. I know that he said something about his family being, like, important at court or something. He may not have specifically mentioned that he had a relative who was the Imperial Glassmaker. Beside it was a window that looked out onto any part of the palace she wished it to, needing only the proper word to change what it showed her. That's a pretty cool window. I think I want one. I want one too. That's pretty dang cool. Before we continue on, I'm going to talk about my obligatory Sandman reference. The reason why I, I bring this up is because so... We all know how much I love Despair. Despair is my favorite character in the comics. There is a scene in which you see Despair wandering her halls. There are endless windows, and each window looks into the life of someone else. And I just, I love that imagery. Like, I, I, I think that imagery always makes me happy, just because mirrors have so many lucks and good lucks placed around them and glass in general has a lot of uh things placed around it of power i love like the literary and the metaphorical and the superstitious and all of this surrounding mirrors and like anytime we see a magic mirror it makes me happy she sat in her cushioned chair and kissed the lock that kept its contents safe the lock, like so many of the men at the court, responded eagerly to her lips. It popped open. Tells us a lot about the Empress. Should they reforge that old link, there is no way to estimate the works of magic they might create. I was like, I'm just going to leave that there because we all know it's true. I love that. So we had like the circle of magic, the circle opens. Didn't you say this is like the reforge series? If you look at the back of the book... It has long-awaited, highly anticipated, the circle reforged, four mages, one destiny, no turning back. Yeah. So I just, I, I love all of these little, little things. I feel like we can make a prediction that they're going to reforge that link and be as powerful as ever, considering yeah. that considering is what written on the back of the book. I was going to say, between that and the fact that there are two more books after this. Talking about Sandry, she is aware of her lineage and quick to assert the rights of her noble birth if she feels that it is not respected. That is a really good description of Sandry. He may be only 18, but he is definitely male and I can handle men. This was the moment on my very first read that I went, oh no, Briar, please. please Briar! More than your dick. Briar! <laughs> Briar, why? Yeah. Uh, we already kind of talked about Daja, but a little bit more. It specifically mentions that because she's connected to House Bancanor, she has connections to the Goldsmith Guild. She was an outcast once. Outcasts always respond well to offers of position. If I can find no better inducement for our young Smith, I don't. I don't know. I feel like she doesn't necessarily have a bead on Daja. I feel like she's got a bead on Briar. But <laughs> I don't know about Daja. I honestly feel like. Briar's the only one she kind of has a bead on because she talks about the plants mm -hmm. and she's like, and if worse comes to worse, he's a boy. I can deal with that. And he is acting very, very much like a boy. And like, it, it's even stated a little bit earlier. He's like, I, I can't wait to spend some time with the Empress. Right, right, right. So like, 
she's already got him pegged. <laughs> she's yeah. like, I got you. I got your number, boy. We do find out here that Kat's uncle is the Imperial Glassmaker. Triss is upset that she can't make money the way like Dasha and Briar can. But here it has, she invests what she earns, she's added to her savings, and is respected by her bankers in Emelon. As much as Triss is like, oh no, I don't have money, mm, you might be like underestimating yourself a little bit there, girl. I mean, I feel like she sees herself as just like making enough to survive while the other ones are like rolling in the dough. Yeah, like, that's kind of like, how I like, took that. They're like Scrooge McDuck, and she's just, I love her. I, uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say she's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, she's probably pretty wealthy, but she's probably not nearly as wealthy as her siblings. Well, I think I that know. also I that her siblings aren't as wealthy as she might not. She might think. Yeah. So something I actually really like about that is because we know she came from a merchant family, so her right. investing in things and like doing all of this stuff Baby. it might not be yeah it might not be magical but like it is still definitely something that does pay off in the long run and yeah. i feel like that's yeah. a that's a good it also is a good solid testament to who tris is that might because, be why she feels that way too that she's not going and earning money the magical way with all her magic and stuff yeah that she's going and investing in stuff which is getting her money but she doesn't see it as, oh, extravagance, because she's not yeah. doing it. Using her powers to gain said money. Yeah. And I think that's ultimately why she feels that way, is because everybody else is using their magic. Or in the case of Sandry, like, Sandry just has the money. I mean, like, yeah. she can still use her powers to make more money if she wanted to. But ultimately, yeah, Trace is the only one who doesn't have a monetary-based power. At some point in one of the other chapters, it had mentioned that Sandry invests herself. She has lands from her mother, and she has whatever inheritance from her dad, but she also invests. So potentially Emelon's Jeff Bezos, except uh, hopefully uh, more charitable. Hopefully so. Well, I mean, I was gonna say we see how she treats people it, instantly already better. Because we have that bit about how she pulls rank, but a lot of the times that we've seen her pull rank, she pulls rank on behalf of other people. Or dogs. And because or dogs. And it's because they've been particularly assholish. So Lady Daja is my friend. And she is kind of a lady now because she has as much power as Sandry here yeah so it all comes full circle oh Lady yeah yeah yep. yeah seriously Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Part two of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find? Manipulation. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, there there is so much plotting and like political dance and trying to manipulate the situation to be better for someone else, like for themselves rather than the other people. We see a lot of scheming, especially from the Empress of this kind of scheming oh well how do i get them on my side so sandry can stay she's like okay i want sandry to stay and i'm gonna do it at any cost if this means enlisting her entire family to stay she won't leave with that so like this is this is a lot of manipulation and this is a giant mental chessboard. but fortunately we've seen that sandry's pretty good at chess she did that in uh magic steps Mm-hmm. You know, I wrote secrets. That's the most concise way that I could put the I know that you know that you know that I know that I know that you know and so on for infinity. But yeah, because you know they're not telling anybody that they're mages and Baronine has all these spies and secrets, secrets everywhere. Not to mention the four kids still not telling each other shit right. about their own lives. I wrote down power because we see a lot of power coming from the Empress. But then also in the second half of the chapter, we see all the different power that the kids have uh, within Mm -hmm. the different things that they've done within the past eight books. But I love that that power is not strictly magical, right? Like we see their magical abilities and we talk about that, but they all have all these other connections that make their magic extend much further than that.
part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. I don't, I don't know how to like phrase this, but this concept of playing this political game, it really sucks when you have to do it, but sometimes you have to do it. We kind of see it in the conversation where Briar talks about the nobility as dogs and Daja kind of chastises him and is like, I hope you don't say that to their faces. And because sometimes you have to like, you have to use the appropriate proper language and curtsy to the right person and not reveal to anybody that you're a mage or whatever. I agree with Briar that it's all bullshit, but sometimes you have to play the game. Mine was when the guy on the horse or whatever, he calls the kids peasants without knowing who they are. So, Dumbass. Right? It ends up being Sandaline, which uh, she's really powerful within the morn. I want to not be like this guy and just assume things about people that I don't know because maybe later on it could come to bite me in the ass and be like, oh, you know what? This person is uh, not all what they seem, regardless also of whether they have any power or not. I still shouldn't judge people. I'm going to go real, real weird here. Know your enemy. I mean, um, fair. If you find yourself in positions that are not exactly the best for you, know what you're playing with, know who you're playing the game with. Because sometimes it is about politics and sometimes it is about playing the game, like you said, Molly. But you have to know your what is a calculated risk, what is what is too much, where to go, who to talk to, who to align with. Like you need to know what you're doing i i have a nasty habit of burning bridges every time i walk out the door so it's kind of the i need to learn to make more of those calculated risks not just a snap judgment emotionally based call when it comes to people who actually have some kind of power over me i.e i need to stop telling my boss she's fucking useless before i get fired I did not go on a 30-minute rant about how much I fucking hate Kayla to the new girl. The new girl went on a 30-minute rant to me about how much she hates Kayla. So even if you don't want to play the game, you have to. But you need to do it smart. We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter four of The Will of the Empress. The newcomer worked kinks out of his neck. He wore a blue indoor coat and tan pants crushed from time in the saddle. Broad-shouldered and wiry, he was about three inches taller than Briar. Like Triss, he wore brass-rimmed spectacles and his eyes were bright blue behind them. His heavy gold hair was cropped just below his ears. It framed a fair-skinned face, mildly scarred from some childhood pox, with a long, straight mouth and a long, straight nose. He had Sandry's eyes and determined chin. Winora, you're a lifesaver, he told the cook as she set food on the long kitchen table. I didn't stop for supper. I'll heat a soup if you like, Saghad Ambrose, she replied, glancing again at Briar. Briar took the hint. Saghad Ambrose, hello, he said, stepping out into the light to greet Sandry's cousin. I'm Briar Moss. I think Cleham Sandry told you she would bring friends. As the older man struggled to rise, Briar grinned. Please don't stand. I'm not the kind of person people get up for. 
and I'd never put myself between a man and his supper. Ambrose looked quizzically at Briar. I hear you've caused people to stand quite precipitously, Vignane Moss, Ambrose said dryly, but I appreciate the permission. My legs still feel as if I'm in the saddle. You've heard of me, Briar asked, settling on the bench across the table from Ambrose. I'm sure it was most of it lies. I'm a reformed character these days. Ambrose chewed and swallowed his mouthful before he said, My cousin only wrote me that you are a very fine plant mage and her foster brother. He replied quietly, Are you a reformed plant mage or a reformed foster brother? <laughs> Briar was about to straighten him out when he glimpsed the wry glint in Ambrose's eyes. Well, well, a bag with a sense of humor, he thought, using his old street slang term for a rich person. Reformed from everything, he said, as straight-faced as Ambrose. The cook snorted. I am, insisted Briar, in his most earnest tone of voice. My approach to the ladies is strictly worshipful. I celebrate our mutual devotion to Quinnock. He, it's a great deal of work, but I don't begrudge it in the least. Well, if you fertilize any of the fields you till, I hope you will fertilize the mother's purses as well, Ambrose said. A man should take responsibility for what he sows. Responsibility is my middle name, Briar told him earnestly. Droughtwort is my other middle name. The droughtwort herb rendered any man who ate it sterile for days. Briar was determined not to sire any children who might be left parentless if something happened to their mothers. Ambrose raised pale eyes at Briar. So thoughtful, he remarked. How old are you? We think 18, Sandry announced from the doorway. Even Briar isn't sure. Cousin, I didn't expect you to come tonight or I would have stayed up to greet you. She came forward with her hands outstretched, her robe and nightdress billowing around her slender form. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. You can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Find all our episodes at our new home on ACAST, shows.acast.com slash Reading Circle Temple. Shake at us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. And you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. To find us on Twitter, tweet at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their art by following Yellow is for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. <laughs> uh, I, I, also like... earlier, I hope he's using condoms, but there we go. Answers my There you question. go. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.